morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, October 25th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone welcome to rocket city lift i'm tara bulger and i'm brett goodeman and we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day we're going to hear more today from the book of first samuel but before we begin let's pray together let us pray god we ask that you would calm our hearts our minds and our souls from the chaos and the busyness around it and let us just focus on you in your word, as we hear this story, as we hear this scripture, may we be changed. Amen. Amen. Our passage today is from 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 13. Last week, we heard about the call story of young Samuel, but this is Samuel all grown up. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve over Saul? I have rejected him from being king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and set out. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for who I have provided for myself a king among his sons. Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears of it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do and you shall anoint for me the one whom I name to you. Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him trembling and said, Do you come peaceably? Samuel said, Peaceably. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is now before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. He said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. And Samuel said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Well, Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen any of these. Samuel said to Jesse, Are all of your sons here? And Jesse said, Well, there remains yet the youngest, but he's keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down until he comes here. Jesse sent and brought him in. Now the boy was ruddy, and he had beautiful eyes and was handsome. The Lord said, Rise and anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. Samuel then set out and went to Ramah. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. 
Daryl, we've been talking about stories of calling. What do you make of this call story? And, and what is the context, context of this passage as it begins? So we remember from last week that Samuel has been called by God, and the Spirit of God is with Samuel. And Samuel had come up during a period of the judges. So God would raise up someone to be a judge over the Israelites. Um, and then eventually that judge would go away um, and people would, you know, start disobeying again. And so the Lord God is transitioning them towards a king. And at the point that we get to this passage, um, Samuel has called Saul and that has um, had a failing um, also. And so Samuel is in this place where he's grieving that Saul, who he thought was going to be the great king, has actually failed the Lord God. And so God directs him to go and find Jesse's sons because he's going to anoint a new leader. And I love the idea of Jesse has all these sons and he's bringing them in front of Samuel and surely one of them is going to be chosen. And he so discounts David as a possibility that he doesn't even mention him, right? Samuel has to say, isn't there someone, you know, is there anyone else? Um, and then it's the, the kid who's out keeping the sheep that the God has, that the, that mm -hmm. God has chosen. Um, and so I think that you know, the context of the passage is that even Samuel, who is faithful to God, who has tried to follow where God has called him and to say what God has wanted, even he doesn't anticipate that it's going to be the boy out with the sheep that God can use or call in some way. What do you, what stands out to this passage to you? Yeah, I think of, I think of, how we make similar mistakes my maybe maybe i'm just using the collective we to pass the spread the blame out but i uh, <laughs> make the same mistake as jesse often of of there are things that you know i'm sure like this this is what makes the gonna make this uh, event successful or this is the type of person i think is going to be mm -hmm. the one to to take this forward um you know, we're, we as humans are drawn to power. We're drawn to wealth. And that's why we start, you know, with the oldest son. He works his yeah. way down. Of, of We're sure of, you know, this person who is, you know, really charismatic or this person uh, who's really great, that they'll be the ones that will take this uh, cup that will be anointed to, to do this call. Uh, and God just completely shatters those expectations. And, and does it and i like it in the story because he does it in spite of the failings of jesse or just subverting the expectations of of jesse and and how often does god do that in our world of you know someone will step up and do something uh, for the church or for a ministry that you totally didn't expect and you're like dang how did i miss this person kind of thing uh so i think it's a I think it's a reminder for me, especially as a position in leadership, um, to to look out upon the whole of the family, uh, to, mm -hmm. to not miss any. Uh, it's really easy to go back to the, the oldest um, brothers or the oldest mm -hmm. sisters all the time who have who I have been near me and I can rely on them. But maybe the ones out in the pasture are who God's calling to do this specific work. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the whole of the biblical witness, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That God's ways are not our ways. Mm -hmm. God's choices are not our choices. Um, That God values... Um, you know, meekness and lowliness and, you know, this humble spirit um, and that God also uses, um, you know, suffering to to make us perfect in a way. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's the overwhelming kind of uh, thrust behind the Bible. And I will, can I tell you something that I noticed for the first time reading this Oh, I had one too, so you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> You know, when it talks about David being beautiful and handsome, mm-hmm. I think that I've always read that is, oh, what a, you know, he must be like, he's like the, uh, he is a good leader in that way, right? He's handsome. But I actually think that's a warning because David is going to struggle with sexual sin. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if him being beautiful and handsome isn't so much a, this is a good thing, but this is going to be in some ways his challenge. Hmm. Now tell me what yours was. Yours was good. Yours was good. I the I lo- just loved as when when Samuel, who again as a priest is is the word of God in the community, uh, that when he comes to Bethlehem, the elders of the city co- meet him trembling. Oh yeah. And I mean, how how wise of the of the elders to understand to to come to the word of God, you know, with fear and trembling. Uh, and I think that that is uh, convicting in some ways. Like they understand the power that comes with that uh, yeah. and and often as the word of god comes comes peaceably uh, it comes comes to bring good news comes to anoint comes to do good things but uh to un- to understand that you know the word of god is not tame mm-hmm. um, the c.s lewis quote that we use all over and over again but um the, yeah that that the city elders come to him trembling yeah and you know the thing is um the story of Samuel's call, Samuel has been functioning even as a child, as a priest. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, doing the priestly duties. But God's call makes him prophet. And it's when the prophet comes to town that I think you better be scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is really interesting, isn't it? Well, there is a lot in this passage. Um, and we will hit it again on Friday and hope that you will join us then. But I'm going to leave you with a quote from the author Angel Morera. In life, when God calls you, all you have to do is answer. <laughs> with the divine Hanani, here I am. <laughs> You're right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday to discuss a psalm of David. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.